Welcome to Fallout Off the Record, brought to you by Quest Gaming Network. And sponsored in part by Repcon Aerospace. Blast off to the future. And now, on to our show. Well, hi everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of Fallout Off the Record. Um, we are actually not live tonight. We are pre-recording this like a week before, and the reason is because I am sitting on the beach right now, sipping back some... I don't know what I'll be sipping back at this point, but hopefully it'll be something good. So, we uh, went ahead and decided uh, we would run a quest for you. And what we're going to do is you got to shoot him in the head, which is a pretty extensive quest and it's pretty fun. So, yeah, welcome to episode 10. And uh, tonight joining me, as always, is Shalene. Hello, hello. Yes, and uh, before we get started, we are sponsored this evening, and our sponsors are as follows. TweakedAudio.com. Uh, when you enter our code off the record, all one word, at uh, checkout, you'll get 30% off and free shipping. That's um, TweakedAudio.com using our offer code off the record at checkout, and you'll get free shipping and 30% off any of your headphone purchases there. We're also sponsored by Audible.com, your leading source for all things audiobooks. When you use our link, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork, you'll get a free audiobook when you sign up for a free trial. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can also donate to us by going to our website, questgamingnetwork.com, and using the Donate Now button. It's uh, PayPal, I believe. But yeah, any of that will... Uh, donating will earn you a shout out and help us keep the lights on and the games uh, streaming. So yeah, what do we got in store for the good listeners tonight, Shalene? Well, Rick, we're doing something a little different today. We're skipping the news since we can't time travel into the future <laughs> and tell you what the week's news is. Uh, we're just going to jump straight into this quest stream and we're going to talk about some lore while you play the quest. We have a weapon of the week and some of our listener emails. Awesome. I am excited. All right. So, for those of you that don't know, Shoot Him in the Head is basically a quest line that will let you meet a few different people, get one really awesome set of armor, and it all starts here with one Mr. Crowley. Let me turn this dumb radio off. Okay. But yeah, so let's go ahead and initiate the... Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> That's odd. Have you played mm. Operation Anchorage, Rick? Yep. Okay, I think that that is the problem. When I played um, Fallout 3 on my 360, when I got the Operation Anchorage uh, Winterized T-51B armor, I unlocked the achievement for You Gotta Shoot Him in the Head. So oh. I think that you have achieved this particular glitch and... Uh, uh, and locked yourself out of this quest. Well, hold on a minute now. What are you looking at? Okay. You think you've never seen a ghoul up close before? So as Shalene mentioned, uh, there's a glitch when you do Operation Anchorage. Luckily for me, I'm on PC and I can just reset the quest. <laughs> so uh, we can continue on. <laughs> it's not cheating. It's just, you know, finding a loophole in the glitch. All right. 
So uh, I'm going to be nice to this guy because I want to not not that option. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say easy now. I've got nothing against ghouls. Is that so? Even if I call you a milk-sucking, mutant-loving, water-stealing son of a whore. Uh, let's see here. All true except for the part about the mutants, the water, and the whore. <laughs> so like apparently that played uh, to a softer side. They don't know or don't care that we're just as human as they are inside. We bleed, we hurt, we regret. So what's... Uh, you know what really pisses me off? I always feel... Think the only way to kill us is to shoot us in the head, like in the old zombie stories, and that'll put us out of our misery. Hey, I know. Maybe you could help me even the score. I, um... <laughs> I always feel rude when I'm interrupting an NPC talking. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to say... Well, let's get through through some of this dialogue and we'll, um... Uh, we'll get on to the background of Mr. Crowley. So, basically, um... He's gonna be paying me, um... Or he wants well, to see I if just, I'll shoot some people in the head. Guys left on the list. And, uh... Started out... Yeah, so we're just going to skip through all this dialogue because I don't feel like dealing with all of that. Um, and we're going to go ahead and start the quest. Uh, okay. All right. So do you know much about Mr. Crowley? Uh, other than that he's a uh, song title. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I hope nobody yells at me for this, but I can't remember if it's Black Sabbath or if it's just an Ozzy Osbourne song. There's a song called Mr. Crowley. It's based off of um, there's an actual guy in real life who was a cult leader. Uh, I can't remember his name. His last name was Crowley. Well, that's very interesting, Rick. I didn't know about that. Yep. Um, well, this is... Mr. Crowley lived in Rivet City for a long time, but the people there were very biased against him, and he moved on to Underworld, and he really resents all the harsh treatment he's received re received from humans. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but his hair is green. I did notice that. Yeah, green hair is pretty rare in Fallout. And uh, I would like to make a green-haired character, and uh, I'm not sure if that's possible. Is it for any particular reason his hair is green? No. Just he's, he's a ghoul. His hair is green. Huh. Yeah, so you actually knew a lot more about Mr. Crowley than I did. <laughs> the only reason is just because... Um... I'm a fan of music, and I know that the Mr. Crowley song is about that Mr. Crowley character from, well, not character, but that real-life guy, cult dude. Mm -hmm. And I always thought it was interesting that that guy's name was Mr. Crowley. Yeah, so, I think that's really interesting. Before I get rolling, I'm going to gear up a little bit here. It's a good idea. I really like Flack and Shrapnel, some of my favorite characters in this game. Yeah. There's my... Uh, can I repair all? Yep, repair all. Um, so, you took off from Underworld pretty quick there. Um, uh, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to talk about okay. Underworld? Not really, uh, but I was going to talk a little bit about the background of the quest. Uh, because if you ask around to some of the lovely ghouls in Underworld, uh, Tulip, I think Carol, uh, some of the others, they will uh, give you some information about Mr. Crowley. It turns out that... Uh, those people are not ghoul bigots. They they don't hate ghouls. No? No, they don't hate ghouls at all. And it turns out that Mr. Crowley just wants these keys. And you can find out that these people are not ghoul bigots and go back and confront Mr. Crowley about it. 
tell him, hey, you know, I heard I heard these guys are not bigots. What's what's the deal, Mr. Crowley? And he'll fess up to you and say, well, I just need these keys. I don't care how you get them. And uh, should we go into the background of why he wants these keys? Or would you rather save that? No, let's 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 talk about let's talk about uh, what's going on with these keys okay. and why I've got to get them and while I figure out where I'm going here. Well, you see, Mr. Crowley used to be a mercenary, and he was hired by a man named Tenpenny. And uh, Tenpenny hired Mr. Crowley, a man named Dave, a man named Dukov, a lady named Tara Fields, and a gentleman named Jeff Strayer, to retrieve something for him. These people, they were all killed mostly. Well, they weren't all killed. Tara was killed by a robo-brain. And uh, Dukov wanted to get more of the pay. So he double-crossed. Oh, hey, you found one of the guys already. Yeah. Ted Strayer? Du okay, let's, yep. let's talk about Ted Strayer. Ted Strayer is the son of Jeff Strayer, one of the mercenaries that Tenpenny hired. He's 19 years old. That's the same age as the Lone Wanderer. Which to me really shows a, an interesting sort of a contrast between what this little good for nothing Ted Strayer is doing compared to what you, the lone wanderer, is doing. <laughs> so Ted's kind of shiftless. If you ask around about him in Rivet City, they'll tell you he's, he's a good for nothing. He hangs out in the Capital Preservation Society and the Muddy Rudder just wanders around. Um, uh, there's one thing, go a, ahead. He's a, no, I was going to say, he's, he's kind of a druggie too, isn't he? I don't believe he is the druggie. I think that's a different gentleman you're thinking of. Uh, the, uh, husband of the lady who runs the chem shop. Right, right, that's right. Yeah, he, uh, Have you, seen my good you can do one good thing for him. If, uh, there's a gentleman named Mr. Lopez who hangs out in the church. Yeah. And, uh, he also goes up onto the flight deck and thinks about jumping. If you talk to Mr. Lopez and convince him to live, he'll teach Ted how to read. Hmm. Yeah. That's like a weird... That's just kind of like this weird, random... I don't know. It's just a strange one. Uh, oh, hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Mr. Lopez. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't quite know how to do this without making everyone angry, so I need to figure out my best course of action. So you're going to kill him? You're not going to try and talk him out of the key? <laughs> of course I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think oh, I am? Oh, man, Rick. I should have known. You shoot him in the head? <laughs> he was looking right at you, too. You don't, oh, that's you, terrible. You don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes, I guess. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, uh, I gotta figure out how to get out of here. Uh, nope. Ah, or junk. Just slaughter your way through Rivet City. No, no, I can't do that. Oh, my goodness. Everybody's attacking you. I know. Well, I did just shoot a guy in the face when. Oh, well, boy. nobody liked him anyway. I don't know what they're so worried about. So, I'm gonna make my daring escape. I really Are you hope. you gonna jump off the, end of the flight deck? I kinda hope there's water over here. I hope so too. Well, we'll I'm find really, out. I'm really happy that you're gonna do this. And you lived. That oh, was great. Right. It's cause you know I'm an assassin type, as it were. That was super. <laughs> Getting well, rads, I can have, never get rid of. 
Ted's key. Yep. I have. We'll go back to talking about the backstory of this quest a little bit. All right. Well, I got to point out, too, that this is one of the reasons I love this game. Uh, right here. Like, just oh, an yeah. overturned shopping cart. There's food, a, a metal spoon, and just a dead body mm -hmm. that I accidentally just kicked. But, um... Accidentally. I didn't mean to walk over it, but just that kind of stuff where you never really know what you're going to find out in the wasteland, and you just... You can you can sum up so much of this guy's life just by mm -hmm. looking at this and how like I don't mean this in a bad way, but how much of a miserable existence this guy had until he died just trying to eat. <laughs> yeah. And it's just uh it's just yeah, I love that stuff about this game. And the kind of feels like a reference to the road with the shopping cart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it yeah, just little things like that just set the tone because you can so easily forget how, you know, sad this game can be, you know, with all the wackiness that there is. Like, they tell a lot of stories through skeletons. They do. Especially in the elementary schools. Mm-hmm. There's another one uh, that we'll see later that's pretty interesting. I'll be sure to point it out. All right. All right. So, so that was Ted Strayer, and we all saw his head fly. So while you're walking there... Yeah, I need to figure out where to go next. Tell me who um, I, who's my next target. Give me my next target. Why don't you go ahead and go visit Dukov? Dukov. Dukov wanted more of the pay for this job, so he locked Crowley in a room with some feral, feral ghouls. And uh, he thought that Crowley was toast. But as we know, feral ghouls don't attack human ghouls. So <laughs> Crowley lived. Oh, what and, an idiot. Yeah. The other mercs got paid and, and went home and never thought about the job again. Until? So, until yeah. today. i got to figure out how to get to this place. This quest is one of... It's a really good one. Uh, because you've got a lot of branching choices. You know, you can really... You can just kill everybody. Or you can talk them out of their keys. Uh, I think Forrest Gump intimidated Ted with his strength. Just oh, told yeah? him, like, you know... Handed over shrimp and got the key. That's funny. So you've never been to Dukov's place? I have, like, a long time ago. I I'm just, like, concentrating on where the heck to go. I'm not yeah. quite sure. No, I meant in this game. Like, you've never been in this particular Oh, nope. Nope. Playthrough. Never been to Dukov's place in this playthrough. I see. Yeah. What's, uh, tell our listeners what we can expect to find there. Uh, well, you can find a scumbag, a real scumbag. <laughs> He's a drunk and a drug addict and a womanizer. And, uh, yeah, he's he's not a nice guy, Dukov. But he is pretty comical, so. Isn't he Russian and... or something? Pardon? Isn't he Russian or something? He is Russian. He has a horrible Russian accent. And he's like, <laughs> hey, clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's like, you need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited to see this, man. It's been such a long time since I've actually, like, been a part of this quest. I guess yeah. I've been through here before. Looks like it. There's a trail of dead ghouls that <laughs> indicates that you have passed through here. Oh, that's right. This is part of the main quest. Hmm, very interesting. Yeah, this is... I, all of these subway tunnels just kind of look the same to me. They do. I get real sick of the subway, Rick. Real sick of it. 
I've like tried so hard to like devote time into just going through the subway stations and just clearing them out and you know mm -hmm. whatever but uh nope I just get so bored because they all look the same I don't even know if yeah. I'm going in the right direction well, and I, I don't like the subway it creeps me out um because of that noise that noise right there uh, the I love it coming up on you coming up on me what are you talking about he's dead yeah as long as I don't run into any reavers, I think I'll be alright. I don't like you know, reavers. You know, when you have a high on arm skill, you just punch off the ghouls' heads. It's fantastic. Hmm. Ghouls are one of my main arguments in favor of playing an unarmed character. It's oh, yeah? really effective on ghouls. Really effective. You know what I found really was effective on ghouls when I played was a combat shotgun. Yeah, that makes sense. I loved waiting till they got up close and then just blowing their head off with a shotgun. Mm -hmm. There isn't much more satisfying. Ooh, Dean's Electronics. Better nice, better nice. Oh, yeah. I was, I, it's been such a long time. Okay, I can't go that way. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm actually heading to Dukov. I don't know quite um, where I'm headed, so... I usually travel above ground to Dukovs. Whoop. It's uh, pretty close to the Anchorage War Memorial. I should have. I thought I was. I thought I was. If you have a there. fast travel point by, uh... ah, I forget what it's called. Uh, I traveled to Dupont. Old... What is it? You know that old lady that her sons hunt Meyerlurks. Oh, I should have. Yeah, I didn't have. That's I traveled there. Where I usually walk from to get to Dukov's place. Oh, I'm over encumbered. That's okay. You're over encumbered and cannot yeah. run. I should have. I should have went that way. What, what can I repair here? Uh, That's all right. Uh, hunting we'll rifle. get there from here. No, I want to keep my lever action rifle. I forgot I had a lever action rifle. Hmm. I don't remember using the lever action rifle ever. I uh, don't know. I mean, I'm sure I did at one point in this game. I got to get rid of some stuff. Sorry, a rake. When did mm -hmm. I ever pick up a rake? Oh, I've got the Krivekna. Oh, that's right, because this... Because <laughs> we're playing this before the show, are we? <laughs> Rick, uh, you messed up the timeline of the show. I know, this is like all wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey here. <laughs> so just ignore that. You guys did not see the Krivekna. <laughs> We've already destroyed the Krivekna. Totes, totally. Ah, oh, I did it again. Jeez, I hate that word. I'm going to ditch that. I have the intent. Oh, i got to keep that stuff. Okay. All right. So where were we? Um, well, we weren't talking about much. What, what are we? Uh, do you know where we are? I have no clue where okay. we are. <laughs> well, I was talking about different ways you can complete the quest. I guess uh, we can yeah. pick up there again. There's, um, you can also talk to Tenpenny and just tell him, hey, you know, this Crowley guy, he's he's hired me to kill you. And <laughs> Tenpenny will be like, well, I'll pay you double what he's paying, and you go kill him. Ooh. So you can take Tenpenny's money, you can double-cross Crowley, or you can take Tenpenny's money and kill Tenpenny. That sounds like a good idea, actually. Yeah, I thought that was something that would appeal to you. Let's try that. I saw some chick walk over. Ah, mm -hmm. there she is. Dead. So Rick is fighting some raiders with his Gauss rifle. Just sniping. There's really not much fight in him. Just picking Indeed. them off. 
We're in the subway, wandering around. We yeah. So right now we're in the Foggy Bottom Station. I I uh I don't quite know what's down here and where this may lead. I'm just kind of following my waypoint and uh, trying to figure out where the heck to go. Foggy Ooh. Bottom Station, huh? Let me look this up and see where you are. So yeah. Oh, see now. This is the thing. In Point Lookout, I was actually having a tough time. I come back here to Fallout 3, you know, the Capital Wasteland. And, yeah, uh, via. I'm just one-shotting these raiders in the head. I just killed two. Um, and then I decapitated the third one with a plasma rifle. Which I equally Definitely love. a difficulty spike. With yeah, with it really... Point Lookout. It really is. Yeah, I'm not going back that way. I don't even know where the heck... Oh, baddie. Hmm. <laughs> this poor raider is coming at me with what looks to be like just a superior kitchen knife. And one shot to the face, and he's oh. dead. What the... Um, what did I step in? Oh, I stepped in a trap. Foggy um, Bottom Station is kind of far from everything. Ah, gosh. Well, once I get out of here and stop crippling myself on these stupid bear traps, I uh, will... Get to Dukov's place another way. <laughs> I hate those bear traps. It's so hard to see. All right, where am I? I'm back in Dupont Circle. Okay, screw this. The I'm Dupont gonna... Circle. What's that lady's place? Scroll up a Wilhelm's bit. Wharf. Wilhelm's Wharf. Boom. There we go. Yeah, and then you just cross the bridge, and it's right there. And there's right. a, a centaur. A centaur. Well, I was just recently through here on my way to yeah. uh, Point Lookout, so. Yeah, you just cross the bridge and you're golden, Rick. Golden. golden. I look so, silver. Sorry, here's that something that bothers me. This lady um, with the sons that hunt the Mirelurks, I've gone looking for her sons and I can never find them. And I'm starting to believe they don't exist. Uh, I did find them actually once. Really? Yeah, they. I think one was downstream. It might have been... Or was it a scavenger? I think it was just a scavenger. By the way... Uh, side note: You never, if you've never been on the Anchorage War Memorial Bridge, tons of mines. Just, uh, just to let you know, I just detonated all of them. <laughs> so you're getting pretty near to Dukas. Go ahead and t tune into that Chinese War Memorial radio signal. Okay. I think it's hilarious. It's very interesting that they did that. I don't think I have it quite yet. There it is. Oh, lost it again. Well, I guess we're we're too far to get it, yeah. but it's just some some anti-American propaganda from the Chinese, and I think it's really interesting that they included that in the game. And you can only hear it when you're close to the coast. Yeah, was well, isn't it uh, emanating from <sighs> stupid ground rendering? I'm gonna save just in case. Yeah, you might fall through the world there. Ah, there we go. I'm just glad the ground rendered itself. Very interesting. Yeah, it's, you know, territory with Bethesda games. Whoa! Wow. Hi, buddy. Where oh. are you? I, uh, I saw this encampment, and I wanted to go check it out, and uh, I made friends with a mutant overlord. Oh, my goodness. Nope, don't want that. I'm not so, um, you just shot that overlord in the head several times, and he didn't seem to care. Yeah. Ah! He knows what he's doing, that's for sure. I'm waiting for him to... Yeah. So I'm going to fire some rockets at this guy. 
It's very dark here. Yeah, once I get done this, I'll wait and uh, make it daytime again. Oh! Okay. Um, yeah, I believe that's the centaur I always run into. Space. <laughs> I like, Every time. I like Every how I... Every time. Ah. Okay, so... While, oh, while I'm fighting the centaur running to Dukov's place uh, and trying to figure out what I could use to kill this thing. Mm. Do you want to talk about Dukov a little bit? Yeah, let's chit-chat about Dukov while I'm dying. Dukov is 43 years old, um, drunken Russian. He just lives to party. And he spends his days just drinking and taking jet uh, with hmm. his uh, ladies, Cherry and Fantasia. And if you are a male player, he will call you clown shoes, which I think is really funny. When Forrest Gump went in there, he's like, hey, clown shoes. <laughs> Just love it. If you're a female player, he calls you sweet cheeks, which kind of made me want to shoot him in the face. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> he talks about getting a drink, you need a drink, uh, but there's only one liquor cabinet that you can serve yourself from without turning him hostile. <laughs> The place where Dukov lives is called, appropriately, Dukov's Place. And that is a play on Duke's Place, a 60s jazz song by Duke Ellington. Yeah. Okay, I'm not familiar with that track. Uh, it's, it's fitting with the Fallout style of popular music. Oh, here we go. Keep your weapons holstered or get shot. I think he actually doesn't oh, shoot oh, you. If you oh, oh, oh. What's happened to you, Rick? Oh, oh wait a minute! Why, Why is, is it, it not hostile? Because you have the scrambler. Ah, what? Right, I that's kill you with my brain. Scrambler. All right, for for listeners, uh, a death claw just ran out of nowhere to me. Was not hostile. Walked right in front of me and then just just died. <laughs> wow, that was really odd. Um, I think he just wanted a friend, Rick. He just. <laughs> He needed some companionship. He knew he had reached the end of his life. You know, I uh, I once tweeted a picture of myself. I don't tweet very many selfies, but I tw I tweeted a picture of myself and said something about plus ten charisma. And is it possible to down to uh, talk down a death claw? And I do believe <laughs> I just killed it with my superior looks. Uh, and I'm going to step oh, back that's out of fantastic. with your superior looks, or did he look at you and lose his will to live? I'll, I'll, I'll go Sorry, superior I had looks. To go there. I'll had look. To go there. I'll go with superior looks. Okay. <laughs> but that was really strange. <laughs> that was that was very odd that he was not hostile to you, because uh, he didn't have the enclave device on him, did he? Yeah, he did. He did. He did okay. Yeah, well, that's, that explains it. So keep my stuff holstered. Is he gonna like kill me if I don't? actually. Now, there is a Nuka-Cola Quantum in here that you can steal if you're interested in that. Well, we'll steal that in a second. We're gonna go. Dukov's place is kind of disgusting to me. I just... I hate this guy. He's funny, but he's he's such a creep. Well, I mean, all you need to realize that he's a creep is by that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the chandelier. And We're, the... uh... We're kind of a family show, you guys, so we're not going to talk about the chandelier. Uh. Never mind. You need a drink. Cherry, I'm thirsty over here. <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Who are those girls and where are their clothes? Because <laughs> I'm an innocent little vault boy. Um, 
Let's try this. Someone said you might know a Mr. Crowley. Care to comment? He's fucking dead. That's what I can tell you. Feral ghoul ripped his nuts up and ate them for dinner. Charming huh. fellow. Yes. Um, uh, I'm going to say Mr. Crowley is alive and he paid me to kill you because I, you hate ghouls. What? Explicit. No, better yet, fuck him. I swear I'll jam a grenade so far up his ass. This... I got nothing against ghouls. Ha! I even had a ghoul party girl once to see what it was like. This is about the keys. The um, keys. So, you wanted, this, we definitely earned our explicit tag. I might beep some of this out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, basically, um, I told him that Mr. Crowley uh, wanted me to kill him. I'm going to kill him anyway, but I'm going to see what I can get out of this guy. Anyway, um, he seems to know about the key, which it, it just kind of goes back into what you were saying. Like, they all know the history behind it, and they're all not mm -hmm. really dealing with it, I guess. But did they? So they left Mr. Crowley to die? They did. It was mainly Dukov that, that uh, left him, locked him in the room. Gotcha. Because he's a scumbag. Well, I'm going to say, give me something I can use as proof that I killed you or else. And failed. You're gonna have to do better. Uh, I've heard enough for now. Right uh, oh. Known than to send some clown shoes <laughs> Ricky, call you clown shoes again. I don't think you should take that line down. Uh, I'd better, I'd better go before I get a headache. You need to drink more. Haha. <laughs> well, to me, he sounds like uh, a French-Russian accent fellow. So. Yeah, screw the bonus. Took care of that. So basically, wow. I just lined up uh, the girls and him and burned them with a flamer. That was cold, Rick. No, it was actually kind of hot. It was a fire. <laughs> Did you have to kill the ladies too? Well, I, I mean, you know, they were kind of... No, I didn't. You've lost karma. I didn't. I didn't have to do that. But, um, you go know, ahead. it was fun, kind of, right? Does that make me a horrible person? No, it doesn't make you a horrible person, but it makes it makes your character a horrible person, though. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I would never do that in real life. Right, so you say. So I But know. when the apocalypse hits, I think I'm going to find a different partner. <laughs> so, let me tell you a quick side note story. For anyone that's ever played the game Infestation, it's a zombie survival MMO. And um, any idea where that Nuka Cola is? I'm looking for it. It's in his bedroom. Oh, I don't want to go stairs. in there. Um, so, Infestation is a zombie survival game where um, the only other humans in the game are uh, other players. And I'm just going to steal all the jet in his room because he doesn't need it anyway because <laughs> he's dead. Anyway, um, I'm trying to jump on the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, the only other people in the game are other non-playable characters. And, um, or sorry, not other non-playable characters. They're actually people playing as other humans. And the only like non-playable characters are... Uh, zombies. Man, this is really far away where this next guy is. The Republic, Republic of Dave. Dave. Yeah, I'm that's a, far. I'm going to avoid old only. I'm going to start at the antagonizer's lair. Um, 
And I was uh, palling around with this one guy. It's like a game where it's really hard to trust people because, you know, you have to eat, you have to drink, you have to scrounge for ammo. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it now got a lot more gun heavy since a lot of people were playing it and there were, you know, tons of guns lying around. So there's a lot more guns to be had. Mm-hmm. But um, I this was like when the beta was out, so there wasn't many guns. You know, you'd find a nine millimeter pistol, and if it had three bullets in it, you coveted it, and you never, ever, ever, ever used it. Um, yeah, it was like that kind of game. You had you could barely find food, and it was just it was very difficult to survive. Like average lifespan was like an hour. Um, kind of like Daisy in the beginning. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and uh, basically, I was palling around with this one guy um that i had that i knew and we played it for a little while and uh we were walking in on this town and i see from real far away a dude you know looting through the town and um you know so i called out to him in the chat and i said hey i see you there in the town um you know we've got it covered with a sniper i'm gonna move in in case you're bad would you like to trade and he said yes, and I said, okay, what do you have? And he's like, all I have is bandages. I need shotgun ammo. And I said, sweet, I've got shotgun ammo, and I actually need bandages. So um, what we had done is, and there's some, uh, oh, there's a Brotherhood of Steel. I'm not going to shoot them. Uh, I thought they were uh, thought they were uh, super mutants for a second. I believe those are Brotherhood Outcasts. Yeah, Brotherhood of Outcasts. That's what I meant. Um, so I... Uh, met him in the middle of the town and he's beating down zombies with a lead pipe or something. And I walk up with my M16 and finish off the zombies and I put my M16 away or no, 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 no. I come into town and I, ha- I just have a knife out or something and I help him kill the zombies and he drops the shotgun shells on the ground and I drop the, uh, no, I drop the shotgun shells on the ground. He drops the bandages on the ground and, uh, he said, thank you, man. And I said, thanks too. I, I, you know, was really running low on health and I needed those. Whoa. Well, that's so, a bunch of raiders. <laughs> so I just appeared on four raiders, and there's a guy in the middle of the whole group, not good planning, not good formation, about to throw a grenade. So I'm going to go ahead and target that grenade and see if I can shoot it out of his hand. <laughs> Got it. That was awesome. Wow, that was great. Just blew them all to smithereens. Well, just him. I'm still working on the other ones. All right, there's... So I think I can guess where this story is going, though. Well, uh, so after he handed me the... Uh, or after I picked up the bandages and he picked up the shotgun shells and he said thank you and he started... What the heck was that? He started looking around. It sounded like the mysterious stranger noise. Yeah, but I don't think... Oh, well, that was weird. Um, so all the bandits are dead. I am victorious, as usual. But that was a lot of fun shooting. I love shooting grenades out of people's hands. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, so he starts looking around on where to go. And then I whip out my M16, shoot him three times in the head. <laughs> and just loot his dead body. And, and that is exactly where I thought the story was going. <laughs> my friend was, oh! All right, guys. My, <laughs> my fallout just crashed. He doesn't like me. Uh, it's actually not the first time this has happened today. No, it hasn't. Yeah. We're going to pause for an edit break. And we're back. Um, my Fallout crashed. I guess it didn't like the way I... Oh, no. 
And for you, that was just a very short pause. But for us, you know, it's been years. Fallout 4 <laughs> has already come out. It was excellent. <laughs> but we're not going to tell you guys anything about it. No, so, <clears throat> yeah, I uh, so I wasted that guy and took all of his loot. And he had to wait like an hour. No, he had to wait like nine hours for that character to respawn. Ah, that's so mean, Rick. <laughs> that is my, so mean. My friend was like, dude, what are you doing? It's like you're that guy. I was like, hey man, he could have had him, you know, guys waiting to ambush us, you know. It, you never know, <laughs> and um, that's just you know, it, it be, because in that game I became callous quite quick, and um, sorry about that. Yeah, you better be. In that game, I became callous quite quick because there, I can't tell you how many times I would like spawn and get killed. So I was pretty much like, all right, fine, I'm just gonna kill everyone because you know, everyone's killing me. And I just didn't feel like dealing with it anymore. And, uh, yeah, so it just led to me, you know, being mean. And it ended up that our group of people who we always tried to be uh, good in that game, we always tried to, you know, kill the bandits and not kill... Um, Honest, hardworking people who just need some shotgun shells? Yeah, people who were just scrounging and trying to get by. It turned out that we just mowed down everyone we saw. <laughs> um, if they were in our vicinity, if, if they were able to be avoided, we would avoid them. But, um, you know, we just, does anyone have a grenade? <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Uh, so do it again. I'm going to aim for the grenade again. It, Cause so the game crashed and I had to do this all over again. Oh, oh. seemed to work well. That was much more beautiful than it was the last time. It was. The Rick is just taking these guys out with his Gauss rifle. Oh, jeez, what was that explosion? As he is wont to do. Oh, I love the... The, the Gauss rifle is my favorite. Oh, my gosh! <laughs> Another crash! Oh, wow. I will say, it's quite a crash to end on. That's, yeah. That's too bad, Rick. All right, pause That's for an edit bad. break. So you can shoot the grenade out of the guy's hand again. Just think of it in a positive way. It's becoming a lot like Groundhog Day. So, for the second crash, maybe I can get through this farm without the game crashing again. Um, this time we time-traveled back in time to a time before Fallout existed. It was horrible. And this is a this is a very strange game. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at. Alright. So there's the Protectortron I've killed twice now. Let's go so see if... Come up on these raiders. <laughs> I've killed three times. Save this is so quick. like Groundhog Day. Pretty soon you're not even uh, going to need vats. You're just going to no-scope him. Just... Just, yeah, I'm going to no-scope no the grenade. I'm going <laughs> to go around this side. Hey! They're, uh, they got tired of me killing them. They uh, are not here at all. That's odd. So maybe we've broken out of the singularity and we can continue with the quest. Oh, that was creepy. So yeah. this guy just runs up to me with a bat, and he's like, hey there, and then runs away. Fine. I thought that was a very, like, a sultry way to say hey there. Oh, I thought he was kind of like, hey there, motherfucker, you know, kind of thing. But No, what I heard was like, hello. Whoa, what are you going to do with that bat, mister? Oh, you okay. do it. Okay, what am I getting hit by? Not the Wastelander. Over here. What have you found, Rick? A raider. What you... uh -huh. No, what is it? dodging him who was this guy a hunter oh that's unusual you see these sometimes have you seen these hunters rick no 
They hunt human meat. Whoa. Yeah, you'll see them sometimes chasing a wastelander, and if you stop them, you will find that his corpse will contain some strange meat. I've seen. Oh, is that that's what they sell in uh, that's what they sell in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. In uh, see that the one food stand. Yeah, I did. See, it's right there, guys. Strange meat. Mm-hmm. Five. I will not partake. So I guess I just saved that wastelander's butt. You did. You saved his life. He was trying to sex, like sexily, like talk me into saving him. That's why he was like, "Hey, that baby." That's exactly. He was hey calling there, for help in the only way he knew how. Yeah. Oh come on. Dog. So you're getting the hunter's dog, probably. No, it was a vicious dog. I don't know. I just shot it in the face with a gauze rifle. Anyway, so you're heading up toward the Republic of Dave, right? Yeah. You want to talk about Dave? Let's talk about Dave. Who I love Dave. Dave. The Republic of Dave is one of my favorite parts of Fallout 3. And it was a long time before I ran across it the first time I played this game. Because it's way Cause out of the it's way. It's so remote. It's very remote. Uh, that's because Dave's ancestors survived the Great War, the Great War by running into the hills. They, wow. uh, they did not have the safety of a vault. So his people have been living out there for 200 years since the bombs dropped. And uh, interesting to note... The there's a bobblehead in the museum of Dave, and uh, Dave also has a Nuka-Cola Quantum in his office on the safe. Uh, so that's some interesting loot for you. Yeah. Um, ro- ro- oh sheesh. That's not good, Rick. I got ambushed by a couple of raiders, and my fingers missed the WASD key. Oh, yeah. these jerks. So okay, so I was actually about to note this. I came upon an enclave outpost. What is that? I is that a raider? It doesn't look like a raider. It is a raider. Alright, so check this out, listeners. I ran upon a enclave outpost where this is so freaking rad. There's raider graffiti uh on all of the broken down bunkers. There's an enclave officer with his clothes on and an enclave soldier with his clothes off. So the raiders attacked these guys, and the one guy took his power armor and is now wearing it and carrying his rocket launcher. Yeah, he sure is. Well, he's dead I've, now. I but, have never seen a raider in power armor. Me neither. And I just, am, I mean, these guys, like, totally ambushed me. But, what was that helmet that the guy had on? It didn't look like the traditional Enclave helmet. No, I think it was just a recon. Uh, I think it was just a recon helmet. But let me, I'm going to grab see. the ammo. And as you can see here, like I said, there's the uh, Enclave soldier with his clothes off. And then there's the Enclave officer there. And uh, it's kind of funny. They, like, left ammo boxes and um, mm-hmm. and a uh, med pack strung around to, like, kind of entice, you know, people who they thought they could pick on. Right. Uh, right here. It's a uh, iBot helmet. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So they took out, presumably, an iBot and turned him into a helmet. Yeah. And I've seen those iBot helmets before. Now I've that you s- mentioned it, I think I've seen them, too. But yeah, this this raider was totally he's totally wearing Tesla armor. Yeah, that's really cool. I've never seen that. Me either. Well, now we've all seen something new. Or if you're listening, heard something new. <laughs> Indeed. Uh I can hear those seagulls now in the ocean waves. Sorry guys, I'm like drifting off into vacation <laughs> world cuz I'm there now, but not really now. It's kind of like a Doctor Who thing. Sorry. So you're going on vacation to the Republic of Dave? <laughs> You could say right. that. <laughs> right now you are. And right most of these citizens that you will find there in the Republic of Dave 
are actually Dave's family members. They're all uh, they're all kind of related. Does he? Uh, all, does he keep it in the family? If you. Uh, I think there might be kind of a Craster's Keep situation going on there, but oh. I don't know that for certain. A what? Uh, oh, you don't watch Game of Thrones. Never no, mind. I don't. And uh, it sounds but, like I don't want to know. Yeah, you don't. It's horrible. Um, but anyways, I think he may be kind of keeping it in the family, as you termed it, but I'm not certain that that's true. In the past, the Republic of Dave has gone by other names, such as the Kingdom of Larry... The what? Republic, the Kingdom of Larry, yeah. the Republic of Stevie Ray, Vaughn. Sorry, I know that was what I thought of first as well. I'm a big Stevie Ray Vaughn fan. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I uh, I respect him. Not too much of a fan though. I, I dig Stevie Ray Vaughn. It's, I really, I really like him. It's because you grew up in the desert. You like all that desert rock, classic <laughs> rock stuff, which is fine. Oh. See, I, I wouldn't feel like Stevie Ray was too much desert music, and it's not, not. really the desert out here anyway. <laughs> um, tell me it's the desert when I'm under two and a half feet of snow. Okay, uh, well, you can have a cold desert, but that <laughs> snow, I guess, participate participation, <laughs> precipitation um, would, yeah, kind of defeat the desert. Oh, speaking of missaid words and things, we have a couple of errors we need to correct. I just want to jump in with this real quick. So we got like two separate emails from like our uh, down under. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, uh, um, that was awful. We actually already did that, Rick. We already made those corrections. Did we? Last week in episode nine. That's right. <laughs> anyway, back to the Republic of Dave. And so the, the Republic of Dave was also once known as Billsylvania. Billsylvania? Billsylvania. Oh, my gosh. And the Kingdom of Tom. This is the Kingdom of Tom. I love the these kingdom names. Of Tom. Tom was Dave's father. Dave worked okay. for Tenpenny during a time when he had been banished from the kingdom of his father, Tom, and he regrets having worked as a mercenary. Ah. Um, right now, I'm following. I'm. I'm assuming his son is Ralph. Ralph, yes, Ralph. I wonder if we'll meet Ralph in Fallout Four and and have the Republic of Ralph. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be fun. I would but... love that. That would be super. Uh, you should go um, to the Museum of Dave. Well, I guess you have to talk to Dave first or they turn hostile. Yeah. But you should go to the Museum of Dave before you leave and get that bobblehead. Totally will. All right. Let's see here. That's Rosie, the riveter. She's quite riveting. Indeed. There's Dave. I want to steal it. Okay, so you didn't think of breaking into Dave, that rig. I just looked at it. Of the Republic of Dave. You Mr. President. Mr. President, or I will have you executed. <laughs> wow. Now, are you applying for a citizenship, asylum, or just vacationing in the Republic of Dave? All right, so... Most exalted President Dave, I am ambassador from the Wasteland. Boom. That's Failed. That's always what I pick. ...to hear from another spy from the Wasteland. Oh. ...to leave the Republic of Dave or be executed. What a jerk. Oh, look at this. The spy has returned to gather intelligence. What a paranoid guy. All right, so I'm going to make a donation so I can stay. A donation? Uh, 250 caps would be great. Yes. All right, so I'm going to ask this cat about Mr. Crowley. 
There's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Before the people elected me president, I worked with a mercenary named Mr. Crowley. We were part of an expedition to Fort Constantine. And that will come up later in this little mission. So, mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Speech 86. Mr. Crowley is alive. Mr. President, I'm supposed to bring back proof of your death or what happened in the fort, Mr. President. I think I'm going to go with that. Yeah, ask him that. Two of us died, including Crowley. The rest achieved the mission goals and were paid. So, Mr. And then I'm going to follow that up with Mr. Crowley is alive and I'm supposed to bring back proof of your death. Alive? I always wondered. He was locked in with a bunch of feral ghouls. Yep, he survived. Attack ghouls, you see. Would you consider taking him a personal item, like this key, and just telling him you killed me? Oh, sure, sir. What's so? Sp oh, okay. So, all right. So now this is pretty cool. Uh, I have two other speech options, but the one is Mr. President. So. I wish I could say that so condescendingly. In my head, I'm like, Mr. President, like Marilyn Monroe. Um, what's so special about this key is what I'm going to say. You need all the keys to get through Fort Constantine. Do I, sir? Do With I? Only one key, there's no point in my going back. Yeah. I wonder what this a gift of the, the, the gift of the key would be a strategic diplomatic mm -hmm. move. I wonder what that does. Let's try it. Hmm. Of course it would. <laughs> I was just testing you to see if you <laughs> Yeah. Here, take the key. It is a gift from the Republic of Dave to the Wasteland. I'm sure it is, sir. Uh, That's great. So, so I'm going to do two things here. As big as I am going to stealth bow myself. How am I? How am I, did, how am I so Rick, you should also get into that safe. Um. Because inside the safe is old painless oh, right. a hunting rifle. There well, you go. I'm in there. So um So you know get the what are you doing now? I uh I don't uh You're gonna kill Dave. Nope, just just gonna do that. Rick. <laughs> he has mined Dave's house, you guys, for you audio listeners. Basically, when Dave steps from where he's at, boom! You missed the bobblehead, Rick. All right. In the Museum yes, of Dave. Thank you. See, without Shaleen as my guide, I would be lost, guys. And without us as your guides, you would also be lost. Just saying. There you go. Gotzi bobblehead. Which one was that? I couldn't read it. Uh, perception. Sorry, I did kind of go through that pretty fast. There you go. So My apologies. Um, yeah, that was the bobblehead of perception. So is that plus one? Uh, it's plus ten. Oh yeah, plus one. Yeah. Perception. Jeez, My plus bad. ten. <laughs> I was not paying attention. Plus one to perception. Nice. All right, so that's two down. We've killed. Uh, we've killed. Uh, that's Mr. three down. Three down. Oh right, because we ten penny. We killed uh, Ted Strayer, Dukov, and Dave. So we're now going to travel to Tenpenny, which is our last target. I will gladly wipe this guy off the earth. He's kind of a scumbag. Kind of. The guy's a... Uh, um, so have you cleared out Evergreen Mills already? You fast-traveled there? Ah, I see you have. Uh, apparently I didn't finish off everyone. They respawn here, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, not I, uh, in not in the same numbers that they originally were, but 
Yeah, I was gonna say I uh I uh that behemoth looks like he's doing push-ups. One uh one legged ones too. Yeah, I actually came up on the ridge up up behind this and uh used my Gauss rifle to snipe the generator on the uh behemoth cage mm -hmm. and uh let him loose. So he just went around killing things and then I kinda cleaned house. That's a much smarter way than I did it. Did you just kind of... Did you pick well, the Well, old... I brought Forrest Gump in here pretty recently. And, uh, <laughs> Ooh, I leveled up. I just punched my way through the raiders. And uh, exploded the generator and got him out. And yeah. threw a couple grenades at him. Mini nuked him. It was great. Hmm... So I had a couple other tidbits about Dave. Yeah, let's do that because I want to figure out what I want to pick here as a perk. While you're leveling up, Dave actually rewrote the marital laws in the kingdom of, in the Republic of Dave so that he could have a second wife, Jessica. I don't think you saw her. He explained it to his first wife by saying that he needed to repopulate the land of Dave so that they could expand across the wasteland. Hmm. And there's a little side quest in the Republic of Dave where uh, you can help him with the election because it's election day in the Republic of Dave. Yeah. The candidates are Dave. And... <laughs> I was waiting. Can... <laughs> I was waiting for more Daves. The candidates are Dave. <laughs> and hmm. You can convince his first wife. I think Rosie was his first wife. I might be wrong about that. You can convince his first wife to run against him. Hmm. And uh, you can actually rig the ballot box so that Dave loses the election. If he does lose the election, he will leave and go to Old Olney, where he declares the new Republic of Dave. And as you can imagine, he doesn't fare well there. No, because that place is just loaded with death claws. I don't even yes. fare well there, and I could kill him in one shot. Old Olney is not a happy place to be. Well, it doesn't seem like Evergreen Mills is a happy place to be. It's not even evergreen. No, it's not green at all. No. Mines. Why do the raiders hang body parts like that? Just as a warning? Just. I could only think that it. Well, my theory is that it originated here from Evergreen Mills and it was some kind of morbid Christmas ornament thing. Because evergreen trees. Never mind. Anyway, um, I think it's just a warning. Just yeah. kind of like, don't don't screw with us kind of thing. Well, it's it's tacky. Rick, it's tacky and I think they should stop. I mean, have you met a raider? They're a little tacky. They, uh... They, you know, tend to wear goofy helmets, like the tick helmet. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I can't throw a grenade to save my life. Oh, you're doing good. Ah, there he is. I was just arcing some... Um, wasting time. So we're heading towards... Ah, there he is. He, you flushed him out. Yep, one shot. Dead. And a fine job you've done there. It feels so good to just one-shot people. Ugh. It's riveting. I did see someone else alive up here, but I guess they must have buggered off. All right. So, yeah, we're heading to uh, down to Mr. Tenpenny. Tenpenny Tower. Tenpenny himself. Aqua so, hmm. That's actually a trap with broken steel. They, uh... uh oh. Put those empty new aqua cura crates out, or aqua pura. Oh yeah, to trap you. Yeah, and they ambush you when you go to get them. They're like, haha, hmm. sucker. Who ambushes you? 
Oh. These raiders. What is... These guys. Ah! Where's that at? I think it's very close to you. No. Sorry. No? I, I, on my, on my uh, screen, I had a grenade in my vats that was thrown, and I was trying to figure out where the grenade was so I wouldn't get hit by it. Uh, does that make sense? It does. Yeah, so... So while you're vatsing those raiders, yeah. would you like to talk a little bit about Tenpenny? Yeah, let's talk about Tenpenny, because there's actually a lot of stuff going on in his tower. Tenpenny is another scumbag. This is becoming a, a running theme of this quest. Hmm. He is the founder and owner of the eponymous Tenpenny Tower. Which is right there in the distance. You can see it just rising up there. He is an 80-year-old English expat. He discovered the tower and saw an opportunity to provide a return to the life enjoyed by the wealthy in pre-war times. Oh, boy. Albino rat scorpions are so tough. Oh, I can tell. He's fighting an albino rat scorpion. Yep. I thought they're I could. They're not fun. They, they don't look very big. It seems like they wouldn't be so tough, but they're very tough. And I actually recently punched one to death, and that took me many stim packs. So, you are losing health fast, sir. Oh, whoa, I am. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, why, 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 why? Effect. Because you are poisoned. Minor rad poison. Oh, that too. That's not good. How rad? Or not. Not rad at all. Not rad at all. Gonna heal up real quick. Medex and Psycho. Indeed. So, Tenpenny, he likes he, to snipe wasteland creatures, ghouls, and also visitors from the top of his tower, from his penthouse suite. What a lovely guy. Oh. Yeah. Yes. There you oh. go, Rick. You were supposed to fly away. Yeah, you hit him with a missile in the face, and he didn't even notice. Well, I meant he was supposed to fly away when I hit him with the, ga the gauss rifle. Mm-hmm. Oh, frick. I just got hit from behind by a death... Oh, I should have let that thing go. Um, yeah, so I just got hit behind from a <laughs> death claw while fighting an albino rad scorpion. Wow. Uh, so it's like, screw you, Rick. Ah, there we go. Killed. So you got the death claws. The red scorpion also dead. Yeah, the I killed him right before the death claw started to fight him. I should have let them Good fight deal. it out a little bit. Am I hidden? Okay, I'm hidden. I'm gonna heal up. I still have to do our challenge. I'm gonna do that before. Oh, yeah, because we're recording this beforehand. I'm good. Yeah, never mind. We've already done the challenge. It went really well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let's not say that. It might have so gone horribly wrong. So did I. We wrong. all did the challenge. It was amazing. <laughs> I'm not good at this. This time travel is really throwing you off, isn't it? I wouldn't I wouldn't do good in a Doctor Who setting. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Spaceballs? I have seen it a long time ago. I, it, I remember when they were combing the desert. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of the scene where they're looking at the TV because they got to find him and they're like, well, Spaceballs, the VHS just came out. I have it. Well, let's watch it and find out where they went. <laughs> like, oh, when is this? Right now. Well, fast forward to then. When? You know, then. Well, I can't, sir. Why? We just missed it. When? Just now. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Uh, if anybody knows what in the world I was just talking about. I hope. Such a good movie. Oh, yeah. People totally got that. Such a good movie. 
I personally liked Blazing Saddles better, but that's just personal choice. I'm not a huge Mel Brooks fan myself. Ugh, we have no more yeah. to talk about. <laughs> you don't like Fallout. Podcast is over. You don't like Fallout Three? Oh, this is a death claw. Actually, I do like Fallout Three very I mean, much. I mean, you don't like Fallout Three over New Vegas. You're not a big fan of Mel Brooks. I don't even know what to say anymore. Okay, what is okay? So, for those listeners, I just killed. A... Why are there so many death claws, Rick? I don't know. I just killed a death claw. And then there's a Yao Guai stalking away, but I also saw something over in the distance that looked even that looked mean as well. So I'm gonna kill that Yao Guai with one shot, which is just fine for me. Yao Guai like are not nice when you have to fist fight them. I don't even want to begin to think about it. I wonder if the thing I saw in the distance that I needed to worry about was actually me. Probably was. That's kind of meta, Rick. That's that's deep. <laughs> I didn't mean to actually. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, back to Tenpenny Tower. Tenpenny stays alone in his penthouse, except for the company of Mr. Burke. And he does occasionally get visits from Susan Lancaster, uh, who is Tenpenny Tower's uh, lady of ill repute. Like, uh, sleep around lady? Yeah, like, sleep around for money lady. <laughs> um, cool. I like yeah. your fancy ways of saying it. I'm like, what a whore? And you're like, yeah, yeah, that, uh... Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to go there, Rick, but <laughs> you went there. So. Sorry. Let's go somewhere else. Tenpenny Tower, how about? Tenpenny is also a slave owner. He's the owner of Mei Wong, who is the escaped slave you can encounter in Rivet City. And oh, help yeah. Not help. That's right. There's a dude after her, too. He is the gentleman who would like to bomb Megaton. And wipe it off the face of the earth because he thinks it spoils his view. <laughs> I, I know this stuff, but it just sounds funny when you hear it again. So here we have Roy Phillips. And uh, if you have not gotten the psychotic prankster achievement, Rick, now would be the time. But um, you can't get the ghoul mask if you do that. Yeah. Oh. So And the ghoul mask was featured on our last episode as the item of the week. Yes, it was. So, I kind of need the ghoul mask. Okay. So, this is where you would begin. You would talk to Roy Phillips, and you would take his side in this Tinpenny Tower quest and help him get his ghoul family into the tower. And if you do that, it's a good karma choice, yeah. but it doesn't really end well for the residents of Tinpenny Tower. No, it doesn't. But uh, right now, I'm just trying to get into Tinpenny Tower. So he's talking with one of the six voices of Fallout through the intercom. I, uh, yeah, so I basically lied my way into, yep, don't do anything stupid, got it. Lied my way in, and I'm just going to go finish this guy off. Because he's not nice. Tinpenny orders his meals from the Primrose Cafe, which is down here to the left. He orders an iguana bit sandwich with no salt and a peeled pear on the side. Mr. Tenpenny isn't Well, that's kind of nice. Weird. Yeah, it sounds lovely, I thought. He has a table at that cafe that he does not use. Tenpenny is one of only nine characters in Fallout 3 with very evil karma. Oh, yeah? Just nine? Mm -hmm. There are only nine named characters in Fallout 3 with very evil karma. We talked about one last week, Jamie. Jamie, I don't 
remember. Jamie, you remember him. We oh. talked to him at the bottom of the Dunwich building. I can't do this anymore. we got to stop pretending <laughs> we've done last episode already. Um, so, real quick, side note, for those of you watching, I'm going to plant a plasma mine on this bugger and blow him right off the ledge here. And uh, for those of you listening, I'm sorry you don't get to see the spectacular pl- spectacular display of gore. So. Bye-bye. Oh, that wasn't very good. Ugh. I thought it was delightful, Rick. It was I... green. The lights were pretty. What's What clothing does Tenpenny have? I don't know. Is that like? Does it look like that when you put it on? What's Timpani suit. I just took Thank it you. off of him, but I'm just except just... it's still on his leg as he I... tosses his leg over the balcony. <laughs> you can actually fast travel from the top of the tower. You don't have to go back through the tower. Just... All right, Tenpenny suit. Tenpenny suit. Let's check you out. Well, uh, I have a uh, stealth boy on, so <laughs> can't really tell what it looks Clearly. like. Clearly. <laughs> oh, good pun. Good pun. Real good pun. <laughs> Loved it. Loved every single second of that one. Clearly, she I says. I really actually did really appreciate that. <laughs> so, we killed them all. I didn't shoot them all in the head. So, that kind of defeated the purpose of doing the quest. <laughs> Which is totally fine. So, so are you going to go and, uh, and get the armor? Or are you going to take the keys to Crowley? Well, I'm going to do a few things here. Oh, I should have talked to Crowley and gotten the money first. Blast. Oh, yeah, Tenpenny. You could have gotten paid from Tenpenny. Yeah, that's right. No, what uh, what I was thinking was um, we could talk a little bit more about Tenpenny Tower before I proceed. Um, because isn't he a communist? Like, isn't he planning on taking over using communist ideals? Or is that a different guy inside of Tenpenny Tower? Uh, I think Tenpenny is a communist. I did not happen to research that. There is also a communist in Tenpenny Tower known as Comrade Chang. That might be the guy I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they would like to spread that doctrine. But I believe Tenpenny is also a communist. Mm. I, mean, I don't know about you, but I, you know, usually kill everyone in that tower. <laughs> See, I don't. I I have a hard time. I know they're they're not the best people, but... Mostly, they're not really. I don't know. They're just because they're shallow. That doesn't mean they deserve to die. I know, but it's just fun. I, I can't. I can't stand it, Rick. To that lovely place, you know, and it, it's nice. Everybody can wear dresses and whatever, and like you're safe in there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you just let these feral ghouls loose in there. I can't stand it. But, I just hey, can't. Hey, hey, they're equal, you know. All right, so here's Mr. Crowley, and somebody's pushing me around. Some underworld resident. Yeah, you're right. He does have green hair. I always sit in the chair when I talk to Mr. Crowley. Let's sit in the chair then. Yeah. My bulky armor. I love to sit in the chair and, and just talk to him like, hey, buddy. Did you bring me any proof? All right, buddy. Here you go. Let's see here. Uh, Dave head, Dave's head popped like a zit. Lie. 42%. Let's try it. You're lying. Yep. I'll bet you didn't have that. All right. So here's Ted Strayer's Not key. Not much of a shot, huh? I couldn't kill Jeff, but I got his son. That'll have to do. Well, that's a nice fellow. Uh, let's see here. Alistair Tenpenny is dead, but not from a shot to the head. Good riddance. The 
wasteland is better off without him. Yeah, that's true. Dukov is dead, but not from a shot to the head. Well, better dead than alive, I suppose. Take your caps. I'll take that key. Cool. So then here's a uh, or here's here's Dave's key. I love how I'm just honest. Here's Dave's key, but he's not dead. I'll pay you for the key, but I'm very disappointed. <laughs> now suddenly he's your dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna ask him where Fort Constantine is, but his speech is 24%. I doubt it's gonna work. I've, it's funny that at the beginning it was a 54% chance. I think it's because I lied to him and he caught me. So. What's gonna happen here is Mr. Crowley. I can't. I can't say that guy's name without thinking of the song. You've never heard that song? Mm-mm. Oh man, it's, it's a pretty good song. Check it out. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um. So yeah. So is there anything else about Ten Penny Tower or those guys I killed that you want to talk about before we move on to the fort? No, I'm ready to move on. All right. Well, we kind of have to wait for Mr. Crowley to waltz his way out of here. You no. don't want the whole of Underworld to turn on you? Kind of. Kind of how that's going to go. I see. Hey, there's the guy from... Uh... So this statue here, look at the statue. You can see that this statue here is kind of similar to the obelisk that we looked at last week when we ran the Dunwich building. Is it? Yeah, it's not connected in any way, but it's got a similar feel to it. Hmm. It's kind of creepy. I wonder if it was maybe the same sculptor. I have no clue. No. Do you Just, think I thought that was interesting? Go ahead. Do you think we'll see anything uh, Lovecraftian in the uh, Fallout Four series? I sure hope so. I think we will. Seems like Bethesda has some Lovecraft fans on their on their development team. Yeah, they do. Where'd he go? Where'd he Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Did we lose Crowley? No. Did we lose him? Yeah. What? No. Oh no, Rick. Blast. How, I shouldn't have how? distracted you with But the no, statue. he literally just walked through the door and then he's poof gone. Oh no. Hey you guys, this isn't good. Well if you wait ah. about three days. Oh, you found him? There he is. Well if you wait for like three days, I think is what it takes him to actually get to Fort Constantine. You can see him get the armor. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, I I just mined the door. And I'm going to stand here and stare at him. So, with... he's not going to make it to Fort Constantine, is he? No. <laughs> he saw the mine, Rick, and came around it. Yeah, he did. Clever ghoul. That doesn't fit. <laughs> I want to say. Wait, wait, wait. I want to make a Jurassic Park reference. For Clever ghoul. There you go, Rick. Yeah, yeah. See, I can do it oh, too. That's so good. So good. I'm just gonna loot his body there and take my dang mine back. It's mine anyway. <laughs> there you go. You did it again. Ah, I didn't even try at that time. Oh gosh, we have lost everyone listening to us. We have everybody. They're like this show's too punny. Podcast. What? <laughs> All right, Fort Constantine. It's um, unbelievable. <laughs> Constantine. I don't even know where it's at. Up and to the left. Up and to the left. Oh, that's right. 
Wow, this is really riveting stuff here, guys. Yeah, this is some great radio. Can't even can't even find a fort in the uh, Fort Bannister. Fort Bannister, that's the wrong fort. Now what I need, I get this is it house. isn't it up in the top left corner? Is it not? I might not be up high enough. I thought it was in the top left corner of the map. Oh, there you passed over it. Go down a bit. To the right. To the right. Right. No, there it was. There it was. No. I can't show you. It's see. I didn't left. pass. Oh, there it there. is. There, there you go. Oh, that that's was so really hard. Far away. <laughs> we'll go to really Raven Rock. That's cool. We'll go to Raven Rock and take care of anything that's left here. Yep, bad guys left here. Of course there are. Oh what am I goodness. on? So Rick is fighting some enclave people at Raven Rock who are n no doubt cross with him for blowing up Raven Rock. Yeah, well, I mean, technically it was their own president that did it. I just kind of enabled him. I usually take that course too when I play that quest, but I do feel some regret for, for talking Eden into killing himself. He was... Because not... I, I like Eden. I really do. I he like wasn't president. really alive, you know. Well, he existed. Are we going to get into this whole existential debate about whether or not President Eden is alive? Well, okay, alright. So, touche. The guy was an AI and not a VI. So, you're right. You're right. There's a difference. He was totally alive. By the way, is it just me or are you also annoyed with everyone like, this crazy AI, this crazy AI, and like wanting to shove some, like shake them by the throats and tell them, no, that's a VI. It's a virtual intelligence. It's not an artificial intelligence because that technically doesn't exist yet. Sorry. Mm. It just frustrates me. No, I, I've never had that mm. discussion before, ever. So. All these people thinking that, like, hey, this artificial intelligence is learning. No. The VI that you programmed is, is learning based off of the algorithms you set. Completely okay. different. Sorry, and rant. Nerd. No. Just so frustrating. Yeah, that's anyway. that's not something I've ever. No, never. Ever Just me. Worried about ever. No. All right. Never, ever. Hey, look at that! Deathclaw and a rad scorpion. That's dead now. He killed a de he killed a giant rad scorpion in one hit. It's cool. So there's been a lot of deathclaws in this particular play session. Four of them so far. His eyeball just fell right out of his head there. Let's give a shot a minute. I love, I love, I love that. I am super like adoring of that because it's just it never gets old. It absolutely never gets old. You'd think it would. It's very repetitive, but it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Ah, oh, it's so good. Such a fun thing. I am really excited for the Fallout for for like. VAT system, slow down, timey mm -hmm. thing. I'm know. still concerned that it only slows time instead of stops time, but... Like I told you earlier, I've put my faith in Todd. <laughs> These Meyer Lurk Kings, they creep me out. They are really creepy. I think they're far too humanoid to be related to normal Meyer Lurks, you know? Because you know, normal Meyer Lurks, they look like crabs. That's true, that is very true. But nothing on this guy looks like a crab. He looks like a human with gills. That is a very strange, like, evolution. And, 
If you loot a Mirelurk King Rick, he gives you Mirelurk meat and soft shell Mirelurk meat, I believe. Yes. And I'm not okay with eating him. Because you're kind of like eating a quasi-human? He's far too humanoid to be crab cakes, Rick. I I'm not comfortable with it. Hmm. Speaking of Mirelurks, you can see the difference here. This is a normal Mirelurk that I'm going to shoot in the face. So where are Grandma Sparkle's sons when you need them? I know, right? I have the repellent stick. That might not work. So here's a tactic. So when these things hit you, they dip their head down and swing up. When they swing up, their face uh -huh. is exposed. And if that you... face is very small. Yeah, exactly. So if you vats it at the right time and shoot them in the face, it usually works out pretty well. They're a lot harder to kill when you're using unarmed attacks. Oh, yeah? Mirelurks, yeah. They're very hard to kill with, with your fists. I didn't know that. I was watching you play with uh, plasma rifles and the Gauss rifle, and mm -hmm. I haven't played with those weapons, Rick, in quite some time now because I've been focused on this trophy run, this one character. And I feel like by making Forrest Gump an unarmed character, I kind of enabled hard mode. Yeah, you did in a way. <laughs> so we got a fifth death claw coming up on Rick through the trees. Yep. Reload, he just wants reload, a hug. Reload. He just wants to be loved, but I loved him Rick too. Will have none of it. I he shot I, him in the face. I loved him too hard. <laughs> I, every time I like, okay, not every time, but this 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 time I. Uh, you familiar with Strong Bad? No. It's really, oh my gosh! <laughs> For those of you out there who are watching this video, in the comments. And tweet at us and email at us how much awesomeness Shaleen missed out on by not um, checking out Strong Bad emails. There's this one video, and I forget what he's referencing, but he's like this. Um, do you ever play like the one arcade, not arcade game, but like computer arcade game where it's like a, it's like kind of like Pong, but it's like first, like first person, like it's down a. Like a hallway, you're hitting the ball down. The... Song, no. Well, no, like you're hitting the ball down a hallway, and then it comes back to you, and you have like a. Never mind. Anyway, there's one point where oh, looks like I got some assistance here from the. Uh... Brotherhood Outcasts. Yeah. And who? Wait, who's that over there? And who are they fighting? Yeah, the Brotherhood Outcasts. They're fighting the uh, robot, the robots and stuff. The robots. So have we reached Fort Constantine? We have reached Fort Constantine. Excellent. Most excellent. There is a bobblehead here at Fort Constantine in the CO quarters, and that's the first place you should go. Okay. But, that's the building to the left here, I believe. All right. So, real quick, Strong Bad is like a luchador character in the cartoon. I'm a fan of luchadors. And, uh, go, gosh. Whoa! Did you catch that? That was uncalled for. Just told me to kill myself. He's a very strong Mr. Gutsy. Yeah. Not anymore. I can't wait to have Codsworth as my companion in Fallout 4. Every oh, yeah. time I see a gutsy or a handy, I just I get all happy thinking about it. Sweet. Guns and bullets. But yeah, so he's this luchador, and there's one point where he makes a virtual like depiction of himself like out of vectors, like vector lines. And he says the line, your head explode. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the... So look here. This is what I was going to tell you about, Rick. Look in the bathtub here. You have this skeleton, and there is a uh, toaster in the bathtub. Or is this the wrong bathtub? Wrong bathtub. 
Dadgummit. I would have sworn this was the one with the toaster in it. Well, he's still got his face in a toilet and he's dead. Yeah, he had a bad day. Apparently so. So But that's just another case of the the storytelling through skeletons. Yeah. Got a quantum there. Yes. Now if you find the stairs and go down the stairs, that is where you will find the bobblehead. And a dead guy. And that guy. Yeah, I forgot him. A Chinese Army Spec Ops training manual and a stealth boy and a whole butt-ton of money. Pre-war money and some bottle caps. Yep. Looks like he was trying to loot this place. Mm-hmm. I wonder what killed him. Probably the Mr. Gutsy? Yeah. This is the Big Guns bobblehead. And I've already got Big Guns at 100, but that's okay. And a whole bunch of bottle caps. I never raise anything to 100 I because sh- of, of that. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have. All right, so should and we... And did you get the launch key, the launch code? The red thing? Yeah. Okay. That red thing was the launch code for the intercontinental ballistic missile launch here. And that launch code is just a bunch of zeros. <laughs> Could you please tell us why? Because the reason why should scare <laughs> the living piss out of you. The code being 10 zeros is an allusion to the Minuteman launch code during the Cold War. For actual America, we are not talking about fiction anymore. Actual, the United States of America Air Force had a code of 10 zeros for our our missile launch because they feared that the launch codes wouldn't be available when an emergency happened, so they just set the code to zeros. This was the code until 1977. (laughs) Until 1977, uh, the codes to launch America's nukes were just zeros. <laughs> I, I wonder if that's like an homage to Spaceballs, where like the passcode to like the airlock to like drain the whole planet's air was one, two, three, four, five. And like the one guy was like, one, one, two, three, four, five. Like only an idiot would have that. Like, or that's, that'd be the combination to yeah. an idiot's luggage. And then like the main president walks in, he's like, oh, one, two, three, four, five. That's the combination of my luggage. I gotta change my combination. <laughs> so, uh, should I go to? Should I go into the main buildings before going into the bunker? Uh, well, that office building is not really worth going into. There's nothing much in there. How about up there? Um, I think that's where you can launch the missile from. You can attempt to launch the missile. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and get to there. the main meat of it then so we'll, yeah we'll go, go ahead, ahead and, down into and fort constantine go so fort constantine is a military outpost and missile launch facility lots of robots here there are the three buildings that you saw the co quarters that we were just in skeleton in the bathtub is presumably the commanding officer i'm gonna assume so there were personnel offices and there's really nothing much in there there's some robots and some minor loot but Nothing too important. And there is bomb storage. That building at the top of the hill, you get there through here, Rick, through this basement. And that's, uh, that's, this is the main building at Fort Constantine here. This is where, where everything is. There's some loot, there's a lot of robots, and there is the, the bunker, which was Mr. Crowley's goal, which was Mr. Tenpenny's goal goal before it was Crowley's, and which is now our own goal. That did nothing to that thing. Uh. I actually played this quest not too long ago. 
I think it was just as we were starting the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, uh, we were in planning stages. Nice. So it's been about two months then. It's a good quest. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, one of the more memorable ones for me, at least. Forrest Gump doesn't like to punch robots. They hurt his knuckles. <laughs> so I got the robotics expert perk and sneaked through this area. Sneaked? Shutting down the robots. Sneaked. Wouldn't that be snuck? No, uh, sneaked is actually the more correct form of the past tense of sneak. Whatever. Snuck is a colloquial version, which is also totally acceptable. Colloquial? Colloquial. This is education time for me, guys. Yeah, so that's it for grammar off the record for this week. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Shaleen's good with words. Sometimes. <laughs> All right, let's... <sighs> so, oh, what luck. Fort First... Constantine. That was very lucky. It usually takes me forever to pick locks. I was going to say, I don't want to break uh, open the terminal just for time's sake. Mm-hmm. So, um... I hear the squeaky wheels are coming. This building was built in 2043. It stores nukes and some armor prototypes. Uh, it stores nukes? Was this like the primary uh, nuke storage for the East Coast or something? I think it was one of the primary at least. It was... There's a ton of nukes here, Rick. You'll get to them later on. Or you can, anyway. You don't have to, I believe, but... There's a room full of nukes later on. And I believe in this next room, you can attempt to fire from that terminal there. I may be mistaken. You can attempt to fire the missile. Hmm. So anyway, um, I just took out a very cocky robo-brain. Got some duck and cover here from the room. There's a lot of good loot in here, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So It's definitely worth the time. So let me open this. Yep, activate Fort Constantine launch control. Right, so you can go ahead and attempt to fire this nuke at China. Let's do it. Launch ICBM. Uh, and verified threat. And then... So what does that do? Nothing. Nothing? Oh. The launch doors don't open, so it doesn't go off. That's totally lame. I thought it. But it is a fun little scene, though. What? 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 Did the, what? It opened. Did something open? I don't know. I yeah. always try to fire that nuke. I really like. Wish you could. Um, I Speaking like. Speaking of nukes, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Speaking of nukes. I was just going to say that in the Fallout universe, nuclear bombs have much smaller yields than the ones that we build in real life, which is terrifying because we saw what that did to the Fallout universe. Well, it was two hours long worth of those little things. So just for some perspective, the, uh, the strategic warheads dropped on Washington, D.C. averaged 200 to 750 kilotons. The Davy Crockett, uh, that's basically the mini-nuke that we talked about on the first episode of Fallout Off the Record, yeah. that yields 0 .01 kilotons. Um, and the, uh, the Fat Man dropped on Nagasaki yielded 22 kilotons. 
The B-53s that were dismantled by the U.S. in 2011 had nine megaton yields. Blah. And the largest nuclear bomb ever detonated in a nuclear test was the SAR Bomba, 50 megatons. It was half the size that the USSR actually wanted to make that bomb. Yeah, do you know why they stopped at that point? Stopped Mm-mm. making that, that big? Because this is the hilarious thing. So this was during the Cold War, I believe, right? Or the run-up to... Yes. When they were testing these bombs. So this was at a time where these huge nations were like ready to kill everything at the drop of a hat. And um, not even a drop of the hat. Just like if a fly farted or something, everyone would be dead. I just, it was ridiculous on how high strung the tensions were. You know, and all it took was zero, 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 and then everyone was dead. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so what happened was the... I believe it might have been at the Geneva Convention, but either way, a bunch of people got together right after they detonated the SAR bomb and went, oh, okay, guys, <laughs> these are getting a little big, a little out of hand, not quite sure what's going to happen to the Earth if we keep making them bigger and bigger and bigger. So let's just stop there and call it a day. And then everyone went, yeah, okay, and stopped m- making them bigger. <laughs> like they had an agreement because they just weren't quite sure how dangerous it could actually be. Like, how freaky is that, you know? It's frankly terrifying that the, we are measuring nuclear weapons in terms of megatons, and the bombs that did all this damage to the Fallout universe were just kilotons. It's really something. Yeah, they were really e, something. E, little, e, little bitty weapons compared to the... So, so have you... Uh, I haven't been paying that good of attention. I've been looking up notes. Where are you in terms of the, uh... Ugh, I'm getting destroyed in the armory. I see that. So you have unlocked a couple of the armory doors, then? One of them. Sentry bots are so hard for me. I really struggle with sentry bots. They're pretty rad-looking things. They are. Ugh, gosh. Hey, there's Terra. There's Terra. And you picked up Terra's key. Yep, so I got all four. Five, is it? Five total, I believe. Alright. I'm gonna... So do you ever drink Nuka-Cola Quantums? Nope. I just save them all to sell to that chick. Me too. Alright, so... Here comes me putzing around with a lock again. Yeah, uh, we're hacking the terminal. should just use... Command console for the sake of time. Yeah, but that's all cheaty. I know. You don't like to cheat. Looks like I'm going to be screwed if I don't <laughs> do this. Um, do you need to do that? Like, can't you just open the open the door with the key? What? Oh, I can. Let's, yeah, Did you try that? I guess I could. Ah. I'm trying to lockpick you guys. Don't worry, I'm not as bad as Avarwin. The lockpick is a lot easier than true. the hacking. If I ever had to like play games with death like Will and Ted, I would pick the Bethesda lockpick minigame. <laughs> that was such a good scene. Yeah. There's a ton of ammo in here. A ton. Very much ammo. Um, so yeah, um... We're getting close to the uh, end here. Mm-hmm. Getting close to the uh, 
final uh, reward. We have a uh, weapon of the week, don't we? Indeed we do have a weapon of the week. The weapon of the week this week is the sniper rifle. This long-range projectile weapon appears in all of the Fallout games, from Fallout all the way up to Fallout Shelter, and presumably it will be in Fallout 4 as well, I would, I would think. Something along those lines. The DKS-501 sniper rifle was the one used in Fallout, Fallout 2, and the unreleased Van Buren. It uses uh, .223 rounds. Fallout 3, New Vegas, and Fallout Shelter use the 308 sniper rifle, which is an older model of the DKS-501. The 308 is extremely breakable. Uh, it requires lots of repair, lots of upkeep, um, and maintenance. Now you can see in here, Rick, that? I think you're very close to the room where the bombs are. I believe so. I got a few. Yeah, let's see the tons of bombs. But the, uh, there are several unique variants uh, of the sniper rifle, including the reservist's rifle and the victory rifle in Fallout 3, the Gobi campaign scout rifle, and Christine's COS silencer rifle in New Vegas. We were talking about this before we started the show, and I actually don't remember Christine's silencer rifle. No. I have no memory of that. Hey, mini nuke. There um, you go. I always had the Gobi campaign at that point, so I never even really used hers because it, I mean, it had bonus limb damage, which I guess is pretty cool. But mm -hmm. um, I always just, you know, I always just used the uh, Gobi because it killed him faster, one shot to the head for the most part. Sniper ammo is pretty rare. Uh, and the sniper rifle in Fallout 3 has got a sway when you aim it manually. I believe this is also true in New Vegas. Yeah. If you have a high gun skill, and if you crouch down into sneak mode, that reduces the sway. Uh, if you have 100 points in small guns, that will eliminate the sway. But if you have a crippled limb, it increases it again. <laughs> Don't I know that. This is one of the few weapons that is actually more effective outside of bats than it is using bats. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. So you've taken a wrong turn at Albuquerque, Rick. I, I totally did. Which, by the way, I just shipped a package to, weirdly enough. Huh, that's very Sorry. funny. I don't know. That's near you, too. Oh, it kind is, of. yeah. I live, I live about two hours from Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Such a strange, such a strange name place that was always used in uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. Now, Albuquerque was actually named after the Duke, uh, the Duke of Albuquerque. <laughs> founded the city. <laughs> Oh my, this sounds like some made-up name. Yeah. Alright, so this is it, guys. Unlocked with Dave's special key. And here we are. We have reached the end of the quest and found the T-51B. Good night, everybody. Armor. No, I'm kidding. The best power armor that was being manufactured before yeah. the war. Yep. Rick already has the T-51B winterized, so this is kind of a moot point. But Well, I mean... I'm still over encumbered. This is gonna be. I love moment. this room, though. I love those blue lights. Yeah, it, it is. Just, really... It seems so futuristic. Totally. It's just, it's a complete juxtaposition to what you're used to seeing, in this game. What else can I drop? The laser rifle, because it's stupid. Uh, One of my favorite weapons is the laser rifle. Laser rifle? Yeah. The laser rifle. From Whittle Wamp White. From Widow Lamp Light, from Billy. Ah, got it. Ah, uh, I'm over and covered again. Blast. And uh, there's actually a fantastic song about the Wazer Wifel. Oh, yeah? 
on YouTube. I forget the gentleman's name. Was it uh, Mr. Gee? No. Okay. Uh, it's actually a different sort of song than what Mr. Gee is making. Gotcha. For those of you who don't know Mr. Gee, he, he's been making like a song a day up until um, Fallout 4 comes out. Shout out to Mr. Gee. Yeah, Mr. Gee. You can find or him G. On. Is it G? Mr. G? Mr. Gee? He might be Mr. G. That's like, what I thought when I saw him. Depends on how you pronounce it. Like G Wiz. Yeah, but it depends on, pr depends on how you pronounce like GIF or GIF. So which camp are you in, Rick? Are you a GIF person or a GIF person? Uh, GIF because it's just easier. I also say GIF. I think that the GIF people... Well, the guy who invented while it... While they're actually probably technically correct, they are still just wrong by my reckoning. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically, the the guy who created the GIF called it a GIF. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to show you guys what this armor looks like actually on the NPC here. So This is the T-51B power armor. I like this see. suit of armor. Very clean looking. Yeah. Little, Looks good with your Gauss rifle. I wish you could use that little eye thing as a zoom function, but hey. I really, I like that in Fallout 4 the power armor is going to be more of a, like a vehicle than it is just a suit of clothes. Yeah. It's like earlier when you sat down at the table with Mr. Crowley. That's the sort of thing I do all the time when I play games. And it looks ludicrous when you walk into a restaurant in your power armor and sit at the table. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to order, please. <laughs> um, this is the winterized T-51B. And as you can see, it's just, you know, lighter, whiter. Um, it's got the two stars on it and the army insignia serial mm -hmm. number, division number. Um, the helmet's pretty much the same. But, yeah, so I – let's see. What are the stats on this thing? So the winterized T-51B minus the condition – so in the condition it's in, it does 18 damage resistance, and the helmet does 4, and the armor for this one does 50, and the helmet does 10. I, w I wonder what the totals do. I haven't had it fully repaired. I don't know. I think it's... Uh, I think it's better, the winterized, isn't it? I think the winterized is better. I believe so. Um, and then most of us have uh, the winterized that doesn't degrade, and that makes a big old difference. Yeah, mine, I installed that unofficial patch, and it patched that yeah. little patch. So, um, I'm pulling in There's rads, the bombs. There's all the bombs. All these bombs. And what's many, really, many bombs. What's really disheartening is <laughs> one fell. <laughs> <laughs> so, lucky that didn't go off. Actually, you could probably, like, shoot the bombs and they wouldn't go off. They pack them so well. Well, yeah, that, and I think they have to actually be, like, armed or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm speculating. That's I'm, what I'm saying, yeah. I'm no bomb expert here. You know what? Well, Rick, shall we move on to the email? Uh, yeah, let's move on while I finish off I this guy here. I was completely distracted there. Me too. I've been distracted so, the whole time. Here's our first email. Hey, Rick and Shalene. Loving the show right now. You guys totally made me want to boot up Fallout 3 again after years of not playing it. And I'm loving it all over again, so thanks. I didn't even know the Merv was a thing until I heard you mention it, and now I'm on the ultimate quest to find it. Loving the continuing adventures of Forrest Gump and Rick's character. Listening to you guys recall tales of death claws and Cazadors in certain areas of the games really makes me nod my head in agreement. Oh yeah, I remember that place. Screw that place. I could go on, but I know your time is valuable. So I'll leave <laughs> by saying, keep up the great work, stay away from the irradiated yum yum deviled eggs, and of course, 
Tunnel Snakes rule. Regards, Alex Harper. Time is valuable. He's a funny guy. <laughs> so he says he doesn't even know the Merv was a thing. Was there something that you didn't really know about until until you heard about it? Oh my gosh. Um, you mentioned it uh, at this point two weeks ago. Ah! I took my hands off the keyboard. Um, you mentioned it um, and I cannot remember what it was. Darn. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot that I don't know about in this game. Um, it, it's just, it's almost impossible to know everything there is about it. I mean, even the head developers don't know everything about mm -hmm. this game. I, uh... Yeah, I just love hearing people talk about the games and finding out different ways people do things and different things that are possible. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, just like with, you know, Tenpenny, um, you can take his money and kill him mm -hmm. and then get more money. And it's just super cool how they've given you the flexibility yeah. to be able to do on that. The ghoul mask is something that I wouldn't know about. That was our item of the week last week. Mm -hmm. The ghoul mask is something that I would have never known about without the Internet because I would never, ever, ever let those ghouls into Timpany Tower. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I just, I don't like it. What the, what in the... Now, this is a dangerous part of the world, Rick. There's a lot of robots here. No, did you see it? He, like, fell down there and, like, glitched all over the place. It was Oh, strange. I did not see that. Very strange. Very interesting. But stupid. Sorry. Um, this is the personnel offices of Fort Constantine. Hmm. Oh. There's not a ton in here. I think there's uh, a couple of skill books. I might as well see what they got. Couldn't hurt. Um, you know, we're about two hours in, so we'll... The longest one we've... Ah! This is the longest this one we've ever done. Definitely kind of a different tone to it. I think we've been a little more more chill about this episode. It's yeah. It's been a fun show to do, though. Totally. I, um, I'm having a lot of fun with, with just, you know... Ooh, turret control system. Just playing a stream like this, you know, giving mm -hmm. everyone a treat, because... Hey, lucky, lucky shot again. You know, you know, doing a long stream because, like, you know, I am not around at this point and thoroughly enjoying myself wherever the heck I am. Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. And I am actually in two places at once right now because I am on this podcast, Rick, and I am also in the chat room with our listeners. What? Because yeah, this is airing while you're on vacation, so. Oh well, this actually. I don't know if we're going to live stream this or not. Oh, it's not. I, oh, I don't know mind. if my connection is going to be good enough to I live stream. We were. Never <laughs> Sorry. Mind. Yeah, I don't know if my connection is going to be good enough to uh post it. To yeah, so I might the guys, this might just be, well, it's not like I can form anyone now. But this probably is just going to go up on YouTube and uh, go up as a podcast. A special beach episode, we'll call it even though it has absolutely nothing to do with yeah. the beach. Never mind, guys. Never mind. <laughs> Shall I read our next from... email? Please do. Hi, Rick and Shaleen. I hope I spelled that right. Don't worry about it. Spell it however you want. Wanted to let you know how much I love the show. I've always wanted a Fallout podcast, and this is everything I could have asked for and more. Oh. I am also running a Forrest Gump-style character named Brick in my Tale of Two Wastelands game, and it's some of the most fun I've ever had in Fallout. There's just something about running across the wasteland and punching muties and enclave until they explode. My question for you two is, what is your favorite Easter egg? I don't know if I'd call it an Easter egg or not, but my favorite one is in the Repcon HQ, where yelling, ice cream, 
works as the security password. Thanks and looking forward to the next episode. I've Brent, actually, a.k.a. Sir Brentsworth. I've never experienced that. I didn't actually know you could do that. I have, and that was my favorite Easter egg. He took mine. So yeah. I will give my second favorite Easter egg, which is Stripe the Tiny Death Claw. I've never seen that before. It's in New Vegas. I believe it is in the uh, the Big MT. What's that one called? Old World Blues. Yeah. There's that little place with the houses, little circle of houses. And there's a dog house behind one of those houses. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And if you yeah. click activate, Rick, a little tiny Deathclaw runs out to greet you. The Deathclaw is named Stripe, and he has more health than an alpha Deathclaw. Oh, and it tries to kill you? And he's little tiny, and he tries to kill you, and it's adorable, but also very dangerous. That is really funny. You know, I can't think of any Easter eggs. This really sucks. There are a ton of Easter eggs. No, and I can't think of any of them that aren't already, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Man, I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. What are some other ones? <laughs> Let's see, there are, uh, there's, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru <laughs> outside of Nipton. Yeah, you know, I think the Holy Hand Grenades. Oh, that's so good. I probably one of my favorites. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Um, I enjoyed, uh, oh shoot, what was it? I had it in my head and I can't remember what it is now. Never mind. I think it has to be the Holy Hand Grenades because I'm such a fan of Monty Python. Um, hey, aren't those the the arrays that you can rain down nuclear fire from? I am not sure. Yeah, there is one of these where you can fire. So you can you can fire from those. Yeah, let's go see if these are it, guys. Let's go. Let's I go. I didn't know about that. Okay, well, speaking of something you didn't know about <laughs> previously in these games. Are uh, these sat arrays? I believe it's these. I have a little bit of info about these satcom arrays. There are three of them. Yeah. One of them is full of raiders, um, and one of them is full of enclave, and one of them is full of talon mercs, and that is the most interesting one, according to my notes. It has a ghoul scientist in there, yeah. and a note found on these. Yeah, here we go. That's that's it. This is the raider one, probably. Yeah. Because the the graffiti. The one with the Talon Mercs has a note on the ghoul scientist that can activate high water trousers. Yeah. High water trousers is a fractional orbital bombardment system. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's still live. It that's says the lone wanderer can set it off and see some stupendous explosions. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's Just, what I was... Uh, I remember it now because I killed Fox. <laughs> was he on the ground when you decided he to was launch? On the ground. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna just run through this real quick and show everyone what it's like to launch those buggers off. I can't remember how to get there though. Yeah, he won't be in this one. In this this satellite. There's three of these satellites. Yeah, you have to go through like a system to get to one. Okay. It's been years since I have been in here. In these satellites. I'm just I usually ignore what? them. How did it... I, uh, dealing with some bad guys. So while you're doing that, let me talk about high-water trousers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Fractional orbital, fractional orbital bombardment systems are an actual thing that was developed by the Russians in 1960 and was banned by an international treaty which banned nuclear weapons in space. Probably. Go ahead. I was going to say probably a good idea. I, I really agree. The theory and the fear was that such weapons could be put into orbit indefinitely and launch their payload from any distance in any direction through any holes in the early warning defense systems. So, Sounds like a good reason to not have yeah. you know, major weapons in space. It's incredibly terrifying. Oh. It's uh, possible. Check that out. That is... There's like a few electron <laughs> charge packs. It's a... They're little tiny... Are those little tiny gnomes? They're little tiny garden gnomes. Intact garden little gnomes. Little tiny garden gnomes are set up on this chessboard. They really uh, need to make this in real life. This is fantastic, Rick. I love it. Yeah, we really need to, we really need to get And that. was that a, like a tiny Nuka-Cola bottle? Or no? Uh, let me look. Sorry, I'm, I got it over encumbered. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, they are little wee little Nuka-Cola bottles. That is so cute. Can you pick up those? What? No. The, the little bottles. bottles. And they're like uh, little airplane bottles of alcohol. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cute. Alright, so I'm in the second one of these. There's the third one. So you're saying it's in the one with the Talon Company marks? It is. It's in the one with the Talon Company. Let's see which one that one is. I don't know which one it is. Um. Probably this one. Yeah, this is a different one that I've seen. Yep, this one. Okay, there you go. Alright. This is... Uh, go ahead. Seems that the ghouls had a plan um, to... Okay. This is more raiders. That's very odd. Well... You know, I gotta say, I don't ever remember seeing Talon Company marks in this... Uh, situation. Let me here. just look this up. Fallout 3. This is some riveting radio here. Oh, it's definitely oh, riveting because you're riveting your keyboard into the desk. And I was be I was being so careful <laughs> to quiet pick. So careful. I just I'm just picking on you. Okay, the high water trousers program. Click. Click I said. Yeah, actually, when I type, it sounds like an automatic weapon going off. Whoa! Hey, there's a sniper uh -huh. rifle going by. Snake. Enemy of the Array. From SATCOM Array in W05A, it was possible to activate the program. Well, I'm getting hit from something. That's I don't know. the one you need to look for. Alright, well, I'm getting hit and I'm leaving. Oh, which one is it? Mm, I clicked away from it. In W05A. Oh, I'm in 3DA. Yeah, so. Let's find a this. different one. What the? Did they... How did a Yao How did get, get up here? He was on the ground. And then I... He's smarter than the average bear, Rick. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what is killing? Oh, that thing. Die, will ya? So thanks for joining us for bad jokes off the record. There we go. 
and he lost his head there. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm failing miserably. You do it so well. I mean, you don't fail well. You make bad puns well. All right. Ooh, shotgun. So, okay. uh, the last thing I had in the notes here about the SATCOM array is that it is possible that the ghoul's plan is a to avoid the United States orbital nuclear arsenal is a reference to the cancelled Van Buren project, project, the plot of which involved a scientist using the United States orbital nuclear arsenal to purge the wasteland. Hmm. So the U.S. was going to so, just, like, blow everything up? That's what it sounded like they were going to they're gonna do so that's, no, no, that's not nice no all right what so this was satcom what was the designation in w05 a you're back the same one rick i don't even know where oh it's there. on the other side you know it's on the other it's side and, and we're about there. two hours yeah. away two hours into I, this I, so i think we're just gonna save it for another day so and yeah. Indeed. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, um, we want to say thank you very much for joining us for a lengthy episode 10. Um, we will be back next week with more live. Uh, we'll be back next week with more live footage and uh, typical show format that you're used to. Um, yeah. So I don't uh, at this point. Yeah. We're still asking for cosplay pictures and stuff. Right. I believe mm -hmm, we are. We're still asking for cosplay pictures and stories about how you made your excellent cosplays and uh, also some letters about whether you think Fallout 3 or New Vegas is better and why yes definitely um, shall I go through some of the rest of this Rick yeah yeah we'll the, just go uh, right to the end also last week we talked about our giveaway so don't forget to enter our giveaway sending us a selfie with your favorite NPC yep um Shall I shall I launch into the the ending remarks? Yeah, go here? right ahead. All right. I can't see the notes. I'm stuck in the game. So you can tweet at us at Fallout OTR. You can tweet Rick at Rick McVick. You can tweet me at Shaleen L S H A L I N E L. You can email us at falloutotr at gmail dot com. Please like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Quest Gaming Network, on YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We have a few five-star reviewers to shout out. Um, oh, dear. Rick usually has to pronounce these, and now it is my turn. Good luck. <laughs> Juanak. <laughs> H-U-A-N-A-K. Um, thank you very much, Juanak, for your review. And Mianman. <laughs> M-I-A-N-E-M-A-N. -E I'll be glad next week when Rick can pronounce the five-star reviewer shout-outs. We love you guys, even though your names were very hard to pronounce. Thank you for your reviews. And uh, the rest of you should all also go leave us a review. Totally. It really helps the show. That's how, that's how we end up in new and noteworthy. That's how people see us, find the show. That's how we grow. We record live on Fridays, usually, not today, but usually we record live on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Network slash live. You should check out other great QGN shows streaming live on Twitch. These shows include Elder Scrolls Off the Record, Classic Elder Scrolls, Dragon Age Off the Record, Warcraft Off the Record, 
Rift Reforged, Dota Off the Record, the Mortal Online podcast, and uh, we usually shout out Dancing with Daggers, which comes out right after us. Uh, I don't know when this show came out. They come on at 10, so... Yeah, this will just probably uh, just get posted up sometime on Friday. And then that's Friday nights at 10.30 is Dancing so with Daggers. So you should still watch Dancing with Daggers. So what is they're that? awesome. So that's our show. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. And we will see you guys next week. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>